Hey there, listeners. Rancho is uh, overseas right now fighting the war against not getting diarrhea and having to poop like an eagle. I'm not using the curse word because if I do, YouTube will demonetize this uh, early. But anyway, uh, the first part of this podcast you're going to hear has Rancho. The rest of it, no Rancho. But we have a certain gothic replacement that I think you'll quite enjoy. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast. Hey, Asterios, did you know that uh, today in our world today, there exists some torrenting that did not exist when I was a type of torrenting, a new type of torrenting, or not exactly torrenting, but piracy, a new era of piracy. There's a new kind. Co- Wait a minute. There's a hot new kind of piracy that you are admitting to live on air? Yeah, there's a new flavor of piracy I just learned about last week. Okay, so you know how these like GameStop places get off on charging you a million dollars for your nostalgia? Like, if think of an old video game that you want to play, like, I don't know, Nintendogs, uh, okay. Chihuahua Edition. <laughs> okay, that's kind of, or- kind of random. But yeah, I know you. It's like when you go into a GameStop or something and there's like a $50 Nintendo DS game and it's like, that's more than it cost back then. Like, can you, you just, I just want to play this game. Like, I can't believe you're charging me so much for this stupid little game. It's like four megabytes on a tiny little microchip. Right. It's a dumb little microchip. The game is is never good or it's been forgotten by time and only a few people have it. And so few people have kept it. And that's why they're able to charge that much is because they're banking on somebody to walk in and be like, oh, what? Remember? Remember Nintendogs? I remember. Well, tell me. I remember Nintendogs. Did you know that you can now pirate physical games like Nintendo DS games? You like bought Nintendo. You bought a pirated, illegally cloned Nintendo DS cartridge for the Nintendo DS I bought you, by the way. I think for our first or second anniversary, you're selling that beautiful machine I bought you with your <laughs> stolen pirated crap. With your pirated content. Yeah, no, I've been trying to play Ace Attorney for forever. Like the first game, the first thing I thought was I'm going to download an emulator and play it on the computer, but I fucking could not get that download to run for some reason. So I went on AliExpress and I looked it up because actual like cartridges for the game are selling for like fucking 300 euros and shit Jesus on eBay. Jesus Christ. Because they're like, oh, remember, remember, don't you want to get the Nintendogs? This game sucks, by the way. I don't know what I saw in it as a kid, but this game is incredibly boring. So you used the VPN that I got us, by the way. Yes. VPN pilled to access Chinese AliExpress. And you used it to buy a $5 copy of Nintendogs that you are now playing on a Nintendo DS. Very close. You actually, they sell these on American AliExpress. What? I did. I am VPN pilled. This episode sponsored by NordVPN. NordVPN, if you want to uh, buy pirated copies of Nintendogs Chihuahua, then uh, you don't need NordVPN because it's on AliExpress. Just a regular. Just look up the games. I'm here to tell you that when you see games on there, it is legit. I mean, of course, they're pirated. But I'm having a great time. My dog is doing. I mean, I'm not because it's a boring game, but it's working. It's functioning great. It's not giving me any of those scary. Have you ever seen on YouTube those scary fake uh, anti-piracy messages? I know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, cool. Okay, so there's this whole genre of uh, YouTube videos. I don't know if it's large enough to qualify as a genre, but I've watched quite a number of these. Of uh, people make fake uh, introductions for old video games that I think the lore, the in 
universe and by in-universe, I mean our universe lore is that Nintendo had a way to like release a ton of fake copies with scary scenes in them to scare kids from never pirating shit. Okay. Was it, did it ever legitimately ever one time happen ever? I don't think so. Okay. So this is just like a new kind of creepypasta. I don't care that it's fake. That's super entertaining. Creepypasta. That is the perfect analogy. It's essentially like video game creepypasta. So you'll like open up like the Legend of Zelda Link to the Past and it'll be like, oh no, Link died because you stole the game. Now Zelda will never be rescued. Yeah, and these people can edit these really good. Like I saw one the other day was Animal Crossing where you like move into town, name your character, and then Tom Nook comes out and says, we don't like thieves on our island. We've detected that you're using a pirated copy of Nintendo's Animal Crossing. And then you get like kicked out of town and the screen fades to black and then a FBI logo pops up or something. That's great. (laughs) People are spending dozens of hours creating fake (laughs) anti-piracy messages for these video games. That, That is what YouTube is for. That is exactly what YouTube was invented for. All right. So you're playing this Nintendogs game. Yeah. So far, no spooky scares? No, no spooky scares. I didn't log on with Din. Uh, that, that would be a great one of these creepypastas, though. Three days later, you log on and your dog's dead. <gasps> and it turns out that uh, Shigeru Miyamoto killed him because he pirated a copy of Nintendogs. Okay. <laughs> I'm praying that doesn't happen, although that would be hysterical. I still don't want it to happen because I have never seen you as excited. I've never seen you this excited around a real dog because sometimes my little brother will drop off a real dog. And it's like, I guess you could take or leave that dog. You, I'm trying to sleep in the other room. You are screaming this dog's <laughs> name because apparently Nintendogs are actually explained to me like, you have to scream their name at the machine to get them to recognize their name. And if you don't scream their name, they get sad. Yeah, that's a major component of the game, actually. So you have to teach your dog its own name. One of the first thing you have to do is teach your dog your own name, its own name. And how you teach the like get the dog to encode this information is you like pet them every time you call their name and they come over. So I named my dog Cum, as you do. As you do. I was originally thinking, I originally actually bought these because I'd be like, oh, next time I go on like a long plane ride or something, I will play with my Nintendogs. But now that I'm thinking about it, I can't be screaming the word come an asshole <laughs> on a plane. So you've already thought of the second name for your second Nintendog. Oh, no, there's tricks, too. You can teach them tricks. And it pretty much just lets you say whatever you want because this game, I guess you could play it in Spanish, like if you only speak Spanish. So you just say the word. It doesn't tell you, like, say sit. Say It just lets you do whatever. So there's, I guess, one thing you could teach it is, like, I would describe it as go play motion, but the dog, like, waves its butt in the air. So I call that one asshole, or I called it show me your asshole, but the timer ran out. (laughs) It's too long of a command. So I'm trying to teach my dog that when I say asshole, come, will come over and stick his ass in the air. I'm trying to sleep in the next room. <laughs> and I just keep hearing, come, come, <laughs> come, asshole, asshole, asshole. And you say it differently, <laughs> so the microphone will pick up on it differently. Asshole, asshole. Asshole. I don't know which one works. I don't know if he doesn't know it. Oh, yeah. And also, your dog can forget commands and its own name. So sometimes you have to reteach your dog its own name. <laughs> And it's oh, like over and over and over again. You don't just do it once and done. Like you have to do it 
many, not an insignificant number of times to get the dog to pay attention to you, which is part of the reason why this game is boring as shit. And it also looks like shit. I don't think it's fair to blame the developers for that or the piraters for that because, I mean, I remember this game looking like total dog shit. When I was, when you were a kid, yeah. Uh-huh. You see, I remember you telling me a story when you were a kid, which is that like you have to pay attention to this dog, and if you don't, like the dog forgets you or dies or something. Or I don't. I'm sure it doesn't die, but it may probably like I leave this fucker around for like six hours uh, to go to work, and it forgot its name and all its commands. I taught it yesterday. You were telling me that like you're a little kid. And you're not allowed to play Game Boy after you go to bed. Yeah. You want to tell us a little story? Yeah. Okay. So when I was a kid, uh, we weren't allowed, not a little kid, but like middle schooler. You weren't allowed to play uh, DS or Game Boy games after you go to sleep, right? But nobody listens to that. It's fucking bullshit. Uh, So many people were into that, that uh, took like climbing under the covers and playing video games that they made for a hot second a Game Boy Light. Oh, I had that. I had that. It fucking didn't work it was a piece of shit it It died so fast not only did it die fast you like connected it to the top of your game boy advance and it shined down on it but it reflected off whatever material the screen was made out of so you couldn't see you had to really try it it was not easy to use it was not worth it because the original game boys fun fact kids the screens the backs didn't light up yeah like the you know how the screen is like you can play this in the dark because the screen lights up they didn't used to do that oh no i know because I, I i had like the original game boy and i had the first thing which was like you had to attach this like magnifying glass to it and then the magnifying glass had these little flashlights and it would like shine right on the game boy but the the stupid magnifying glass thing like the battery would run out after an hour so like you would like it would just be getting darker and darker and darker and you'd be like fighting sleep and like fighting the dark to like save Princess Daisy the Super Mario Land. It was made it a very stressful experience. And these games weren't that good. They but weren't. I wanted to play them so bad all night long. It's kind of funny, like how bad these games were, but how fucking we craved them no. <laughs> when we were younger. Anyway, so I'm, I was as a kid, I had this game, and I was playing on my Nintendo DS that did not light up uh, underneath my covers. But this game was fucking hard as shit to play without your parents noticing you, because obviously, if you're sitting there repeating your dog's name over and over and over again, and your parents hear that, they're gonna know like what's going on in there. So you'd have to very, very quietly interact with this dog like i'd be laying under the covers fluffy asshole <laughs> <laughs> to get it to like before i go to bed come, do these commands come come <gasps> if i don't do this you're gonna forget your fucking name tomorrow <laughs> i'll have ruined all of my nintendo work yeah so i have a uh, memories of doing that like hiding under the covers with a flashlight and uh, my nintendo ds trying to quietly train my dog <laughs> What was the most amount of Nintendogs you owned? Oh, I have no idea. What, 20? How many Nintendogs can you own in Nintendogs? Oh, only like three per oh, game. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, but there's multiple games like you can get you, for the specific breeds. You know how Pokemon does that bullshit where they're like, there's Ruby and Sapphire and you can't get a complete Pokedex unless you have uh, both games. So Nintendogs did a similar thing. It's like, oh, if you want this breed of dog, you have to buy this game. And this game comes with these breeds. I think you can connect to people through this. I'm not 100% sure 
How? There is something called, hang on, there is something called bark mode that seems to have a Wi-Fi symbol or oh, something. my God. Or like a DS talking to each other symbol. I think they used to be able to do that, right? Uh, yeah, that was through near field communication, yes. Yeah, so if anybody wants to play Dogs with me, I have figured out how to set my DS up to the internet. I, I doubt I will be absolutely floored if there's a way I can connect with you remotely on this game, but fuck, give it a go. And Anyways, Nintendogs suck, but I've got higher hopes for Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. I hope it don't turn it on. And I'm on trial. <laughs> for piracy? Yeah. That's the joke. Oh my and, oh, and you've got Edgeworth defending you, which is like no defense at all, practically. Phoenix Wright has like a psychic assistant. How is that fair? I mean, I don't think isn't the other one the always the prosecution i thought and phoenix rice is my defense attorney i thought i was referencing it correctly i don't know i don't know i've never played the game i have a pirated copy right here like you turn it on and be like that judge with the big lug beard we find you guilty of pirating this nintendo copy of phoenix right ace attorney justice for all and then Phoenix Wright's like, objection! You should also throw in the death penalty! They stole my game! Yeah, and then you get condemned to death. Like, lethal injection right there in the middle of the car. I, li- I like that it takes a picture of you with that Game Boy camera. And so you see, like, just, like, your face making, like, a weird motion on top of a digital body. Then, boom, it gets hung. Yeah. That's, then, how, that's how we punish a piracy here in the world of, I don't know, Phoenix Wright. And then Phoenix Wright's assistant, who can talk to ghosts, tortures your ghosts, too. Because even in the afterlife, you get no respite from your crimes. Oh, damn, Japanese people will never forgive you if you pirate their games. Don't buy, don't, I love, okay, again, does that have to say in closing, I love that, <laughs> I love that we have found a way to make piracy Kind of even more insulting because, like, with it, I remember when I was young, like getting downloaded like an emulator and this and all the ROMs and that. I was just like, this is just too much trouble for a couple of bucks. So it made piracy a lot. Essentially, what you've done is you've engaged in the boomerist form of piracy. It's like super convenient. You had to spend money, which is something you hate. I mean, I don't think I'm spending money to the con. I don't think I'm. Okay, no, let me rephrase this. This is, I think, the reason why I like this is because it's the most affordable way for me to get a physical copy of the game. If I had the ability to print Nintendogs in my house, would I do it? Absolutely, I would be first in line for the Nintendog printer. But this is this is basically piracy. I would say the most boomer form of piracy is just shoplifting, isn't it? That's true. But wait a minute, you could have done that thing where you get a micro SD card and you plug in a thing. And- and it does the this and the that. I mean, aren't there aren't there people that have done that for the Nintendo DS? I mean, probably, but this was much easier. Besides and, the fact that it had to come from China. And cooler. Just admit that this is a very boomer thing you've done. Just admit it. I mean, I'm sitting here playing a game from 2006, bro. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, boomers win again. We'll be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, loudest podcast out of the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Kogodos. With us, as sometimes, is Nico. Hello. Hi. How you doing, Nico? Thank you for replacing Rancho. You're the winner, obviously, of our replacement Rancho contest. She's off fighting the war overseas uh, this week, but we're really excited to have you. 
Thank you. I'm just a little stressed because I'm in the process of moving and I got summoned for jury duty on Thursday. What serves me right duty serves me right for like registering to vote. What's your jury duty plan? Are you one of the people that just doesn't show up and hope everything works out? Um, so I did that the first time when I was like 18 and nothing happened. Uh-huh. Like, nothing. But yes, I'm hoping because they said to call the day before and you'll get an automatic message saying if they need you or not. So I'm just praying to God that they're just telling me like, no. But if they make me come in, I'm just going to like be like, yeah, I hate cops. I don't believe what? anything cops say, please. And I have narcolepsy. So you have narcolepsy. Do That's you what you really tell them. Narcolepsy? I, I don't really have it. I don't really okay. have it. Um, I okay. just that's what my that's what my ex said if, to get out of jury duty, and they immediately let him go. So that's that fantastic. actually works. That's a that's a really really good idea. Like um, now listen, when we were off microphone, you told me that you went to a goth club for International Goth Day. Do you think yeah. mentioning that might get you out of jury duty? Like your adherence to the goth lifestyle to the tenets of the goth lifestyle i mean if you have like some some satanic panic boomers which that actually might very well be the case yes. um interviewing me maybe um i was thinking of wearing um this thought Koch shirt actually that says not a cop <laughs> and hoping maybe they, maybe they'll just like get out of here you fucking bitch <laughs> like i just don't want to be there no, I mean, I like the idea that they're just like, wow, you're putting a lot of effort into not wanting to do this. Okay, we get the message. You're out of here. But, but like, what if they're petty? What if they're petty, though? And they're like, you, they're like you're trying too hard not to get in. You're going to be <laughs> selected. That's, I think that's the thing. Sometimes I think the trick to getting out of jury duty is to seem super eager and hyper into it and be like, this is going to be great material for a book someday. I've always wanted to do jury duty. It's my civic duty. Like, cause I think That's both true. lawyers are going to be like, we, we want this, uh, we want this try hard out of here. We, we can't spend six weeks with this person. Absolutely. Now, why is, when is international goth day? So I guess it's May 22nd, but I went on okay. Saturday because, you know, you ring in the the midnight, um, they gave us a little pl- uh, plastic cup with champagne, and they were playing Bela Lugosi's Dead by Bauhaus. That's a really good way, I think, to bring in a, a world goth day. So That's fun. the all-lang sign for goths? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there was, they were, like, hinting, like, oh, you know what song we're going to play at midnight? You, I bet you won't guess. I'm like, come on, we, we, we know what, what you're going to play. Like, Here it on. comes. It's a graveyard smash. <laughs> We're all going to no. ask what happened to the Transylvanian twist. <laughs> but it's funny. It's basically free bird for goths because it's like nine minutes long. Oh, it's nine minutes long. I had no idea. Yeah, it's like okay. very spooky and atmospheric. And then it's like, lies on dead. I'm actually seeing them live, the actual band Bauhaus in September. They haven't It'll all be. died of a ketamine overdose? No, but no, funny you should say that because the lead singer, like nine years ago, um, got in the fight with the cops in LA because he was methed out of his mind. And it's oh. very funny because 
because like I had a friend who lived in LA at that time and she's like, well, the cops are surrounded by my apartment and there's a crazy guy trying to fight them. And it turned out to be Peter Murphy of Bauhaus. And she was like, what the hell? I could have met him. I'm, I felt bad that she couldn't meet him, even if he was methed out of his mind. Isn't he 68? So you're telling me like a 68 year old goth fought off all of North Hollywood's finest. <laughs> um, well, he was probably in his 50s at this point. This was almost a decade ago. But now he's like, it's crazy. Now he's like kind of chubby and bald. He kind of looks like Rob Halford of Judas Priest. Oh, okay. All right. So he ran out of money for math. All right. The poor guy. Now, listen, <laughs> I keep hearing about this stuff called ketamine when it comes to goths. Goths and ketamine go together like peanut butter and jelly. Now, <laughs> what is ketamine? What does it do to you? I, you know what? For some, for someone who's taken as many drugs as I have, very, very ignorant about ketamine. That's really crazy because there's i've heard of that even like they made a joke about it on south park and that's how i heard about it but anyway um ketamine also known as horse tranquilizers is a dissociative that they give to animals to knock them out for surgery but humans have have improved this and just take it to like kind of like leave their brain a little it's kind of like you feel kind of drunk but you don't there's no hangover it lasts like 40 to 50 60 minutes um but there is the thing called the K-hole, which happens if you take a little too much and like you like kind of go catatonic for a good like 30, 40 minutes and your like life flashes behind your eyes and you get you think like at microscopic microscopic levels, you're like, whoa, I'm just an amoeba. Um, what if the planet is like the earth, like the, you know, we're, is the main organism and we're just like the bugs on it. And you're like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? I'm so insignificant. And then like you sober up and you feel fine. I feel insignificant all the time. I'm not going to waste oh. money on ketamine oh. to feel like a speck oh. of dust. That's that's why you don't do that much. You if you just do like little like a little bit at a time, um, it's fine. It just feels like you're giggly and drunk ish. But you, this is the way I describe it. Not that I've ever done it. It's just you know this is what people say. Mm-hmm. They say it makes you feel like you are like in a PlayStation Two like. Um, Grand Theft Auto, True Crime, Streets of LA esque like character, but you're watching yourself in third person. Like you feel like CJ or Tommy Versetti. Oh, you have an out of body experience. You feel like yeah. a remote viewer. Yes, like you're like a little bean person controlling a mecha. That's kind of how it feels. Listen, uh, I uh, allegedly every time I ex allegedly of course not that you'd know, but listen every time I even accidentally yeah. see myself uh-huh. like. In the reflection of a of speeding car going by or in a muddy puddle, I'm horrified. I don't want to spend a lot more time with myself. Like, you're telling me I got to go hang out with goths, get lost in a K-hole. Like, this seems like a lot of work. Why can't I just get drunk as fuck? You don't get a hangover. I The last two times I went um, drinking, I got so sick. Like... Yeah. I was throwing up and I'm like, man, is this what like being almost 30 is? I can't drink anymore. It sucks. It's all, look, alcohol is also way too expensive. All right. Listen, last question about ketamine. Is ketamine at least affordable? Is it like a absolutely not. signature? What? Absolutely not affordable. How much is a tab or a snifter or a, or a, a dose of ketamine? What, what's it going to run me? It's like, a hundred bucks a gram, maybe 80, 80 if you if if 
you're lucky. I don't know. I've been told on the East Coast it's way cheaper, but I don't. I don't know. I've never been on the East Coast, and I don't do this. I just have been told from people, but it's not cheap. That's that's like forty white monster energy drinks. No, <laughs> no not the ca- boomer energy. Ketamine, not for me. Ketamine, I've considered you. I found you wanting. Wait a minute. Hey, listen, actually, speaking of wanting, I hear that uh, that, that you're wanting a new roommate. You're looking for a new roommate. What, what's going on with this? What's happening here? <laughs> no, I'm finally moving in with my boyfriend and everyone in my apartment's oh. leaving. That's okay. Okay. So you're ditching the roommate. Like, um, I mean, this is exciting. Like, uh, like, uh, are you going to be sad to see your roommate go, Nico? Well, I have, t- I have two, I had two roommates. One of them, she's cool, and she has a little Chihuahua named Elaine, and I love that dog. Mm-hmm. And this girl's cool. We, we, became, we had like we made some sort of um pact, not a pact, but uh, we have a a brothership now, a brotherhood, because we've been tormented by this other piece of shit hell roommate for for almost a year. Oh. Oh my good! Really? I did. I did not know this. You didn't know you've been living in sort of awful roommate situation for like a year. Uh, oh, you want man. To, if you want to vent about it? This is the show. This is the show oh, to vent. Man. Oh man! Oh my god! So where to begin? So last year, yeah, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, I was looking for two new roommates because you know my roommates were moving out. I met one girl. Um, she's cool. She's the the first one I met. She was cool. She does like yoga and waitresses and she has a chihuahua, like I said, and you know, we're cool. We're buddies. And the second person that I met that became my roommate, let's call them Lena Dunham because their name is fairly <laughs> certain, similar to Lena Dunham. But, but okay, to begin, it's Lena Dunham, but imagine it's spelt all lowercase okay. and with two L's. Okay. Yes, because because Got they're it. an artist because they're an artist you know well anyway do they I mean, really I mean, now now listen i just want to be very clear i don't know what their real name is i don't care do they really have a enough. weird affected uh, again i don't care do they really have a weird affected name they write like have they turned yes. their first and last name into some sort of dumb personal branding yes yes we yes i will tell you off air the actual name it's very close to Lena Dunham. So okay, again, that's why I, I'm going with third we're, time. I don't care what their real name is, and I never want to know it. <laughs> but look, I just think again, I, turning your name into personal branding. We would never do that here at Patreon. <laughs> okay, so you've got this annoying. Now, why did you start living with this girl? Did you know she was annoying right away? I had. See, this is my problem. I got uh-huh. like annoying vibes right away because. They are like a theater major and we're talking immediately about like, um, you know, mental health the, the moment I met them. But I was desperate for a roommate. Like I was okay. like running out of time. I was like, fine. I was like, you, you, if you pay your rent and you clean up after yourself, um, I don't give a shit if you're annoying. Well, they paid the rent, but we'll get to that. Um, anyway, so I signed the lease with these two people, um, and, you know, first couple months, they're fine, but I've been noticing, like, my, I'll have, you know, I'll buy, like, a bag of cookies or something, and, like, a lot of it is missing. I will be like, I don't think I ate this much of it, but I'm like, whatever, maybe I was, I got drunk, or I was stoned, and I had the munchies. But it kept happening, where I'm like, no, this can't be, I was, like, gaslighting myself. 
Um, okay. um, so I did a test where I had like an unopened thing of like little chocolate things in like the shared pantry area just to see like, okay, I know I haven't touched this. Is this going to go missing with only a few little crumbs at the bottom? And it does happen. And it does happen. So I'm like, who is eating my food? And before I've, I have to go back a little bit. Uh, this person is um, kind of a big bitch. Um, she's kind of obese. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, being loud, theater major, Lizzo is my spirit animal core. Um, you know, I was just like, okay, maybe they're nice. They seem really fucking annoying, whatever. But at this point now, I'm like, okay. I'm giving this person the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, okay, who do you think is eating all my food? Is it the really petite yoga teacher or is it the morbidly obese artist? So I okay, make a group text. I'm going to say you didn't necessarily give them the benefit of the doubt. You gave them the benefit of I need someone to pay a third of my rent. I mean, it seems oh. like that's kind of the benefit you're getting here. Yeah, that was that was. Okay, so so Nico. I have to say, I was kind of afraid that your story would start with something like this because, you know, the the point of today's episode is that you're going to tell us the story of the roommate from hell. And I'm like, you know, at some point she's going to be describing me as a roommate. And I noticed you started immediately <laughs> because, like, I used to get super baked. I remember, you know, I would always steal my roommate's food, all of them. Uh, the worst thing I ever did, I'm still guilty about it, is I got super high and then I... uh I ate my roommate's wedding cake. Oh no! <laughs> you know oh, how they no, keep we'll... that. You know how they keep that piece of cake in the back of the fridge, and it's and they're like, oh. "It's our wedding cake." I mean, I just I was starving, and I was just like looking around for anything, and I was like, "Oh, old cake! No one will miss this." If anything, I'm doing them a favor by cleaning up this old cake. And then it was their wedding cake. Oh no! Oh, we'll get to why being stoned would you know be better. Um, so what was I saying? So I set a trap for this fucking fat bitch, and um, well, at this point, I didn't know for sure it was them. Um, so I asked the group chat: um, skinny yoga roommate, and then obese theater kid. Um, hey, whoever's been eating my stacks, uh, don't. Um, and you owe me money because this was like low carb, low sugar, specialty shit. It wasn't cheap. And then my, you know, yoga roommate was like, yeah, whoever's been eating my food, uh, stop. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. It was my other roommate as well who's getting her shit eaten. And my other roommate's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me, it won't happen again. I'll pay you back. So I get like, you know, I'll get paid back my stuff. So I'm like, whatever. It keeps fucking happening. Like, I notice it. I'm like, you ate like my fucking Quest chips, but left a little bit at the bottom. So you didn't eat it all, but you ate it all besides a few little chips at the bottom. You keep fucking doing it. Stop. And that's happening to my other roommate. This bitch won't stop eating her food either. Um, mm -hmm. so I was like, Hey, you need to stop. And then we get a text about, Oh, I'm sorry. I am bipolar one with psychotic symptoms. And oh, I'm getting, wait, what? Yes. That's yes. what this they blamed it on. You know what yes. I did? I said, I get real stoned and I am severely, I'm, I'm obese. And I did eat the wedding cake and I paid my roommate $150. I was like, I was like, you know what? 
how much money is it going to take for this conversation to end? And it was like 150 bucks and we never <laughs> talked about it again. I didn't blame it. I didn't pull out the, what is it? The BSM, the BSDM, the bipolar, SO. Bipolar one with psychotic symptoms. Trust me. I have heard that phrase so many fucking times since living with this bitch. I never want to hear it again. It, okay. All right. So is this like, is that like a meme? Like, is everyone on TikTok blaming all their bad behavior on bipolar one with psychotic symptoms? Um, No, they blame it on ADHD. Um, That's the, yes. that's the, that's the neuro, neurodivergent um, trend, which sucks as an ADHD haver. Listen, I, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD too. Just like everyone who reads one blog article or actually not a blog article. A, a meme post on Instagram that like Literally. lists the eighteen. Apparently, like if you if you sometimes crave water and sometimes breathe air, you might have ADHD. I went to oh, a, yeah. uh, a I went to a I have um what is it the therapist the therapist a psychiatrist and I was like can I have some ADHD medicine like I can't get anything done and he was like yeah I'll give you ADHD medicine if you lose a hundred pounds because I give it to you oh. if I give it to you now your heart's gonna pop like a grape and I was like I guess I've got ADHD forever and then thanks a lot doc here's $150 oh and they made me go all the way into Manhattan and this was way before COVID and I get into a room and there's a computer there and it's like you made me come to the city to talk yeah. to, to you, you to, uh, again this was not during COVID it's like you made me fucking go all the way down to the goddamn city to talk to a uh, fucking max headroom over here. At least that guy occasionally broke stories in the distant future. All right. Well, anyway, speaking of stories and breaking things, tell me more about your roommate. Oh, well, they're like, oh, I'm bipolar one. And, you know, it's really hard for me to not eat all your food. Um, I'm getting a weighted blanket and that should stop my sleep eating. And sleep spoiler eating? yes oh we'll get to that oh it's but anyway um yeah um spoiler alert the heated blanket did not stop shit so me and my other roommate um let's call her lucy me and lucy sure. we were like we were like fuck um i don't want this bitch to eat my food so we have to hoard our dry snacks in our rooms so this yes. bitch doesn't eat our stuff but yes, that's what my roommates had to eventually do with me too. Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing: I also don't have self control, so I would eat all my <laughs> stuff the day I get it, <laughs> and I was like, "This is not fair! I shouldn't have to do this." So, you want to know what we did? What What our solution for at least the dry foods were? Now, listen, I'm going to guess what your solution is, and you just tell me if I'm right or wrong. Was yes. it to dose your food with Epicac? No. Okay, then I have so, no idea. That's the literally that's the only solution I could think of to stop me from overeating. Uh, what do you got? No. Uh, so oh. spraying the food with fantastic didn't work. Okay, what do you got? <laughs> Give me a second. I'm just pulling up the text for when this shit happened. Went down. Take your time, please. We had to get a bike lock for the cabinets, and we had a passcode only the two of us knew. <sighs> yeah, now that'll now that's what you got to do, right? That's what. You want to keep that rent money coming? You got to get a fucking bike. Yeah, you, you know, I uh, Sriracha for Christmas had to buy me a timed safe to put my phone in, so I wouldn't be up until five in the morning doom scrolling and like reading about how the world is going to end. But also, top ten wrestlers from nineteen ninety six. Like, yeah, I have no self control. I'm your look. Your roommate sounds like a 
like a real handful. I wouldn't want to live with me either. I, I don't. I'm not making excuses for your roommate. I sympathize here. <laughs> but here's the thing, like. Yeah. The excuses, it's always like, I'm mentally ill. And I'm like, join the fucking no. club, bitch. Like, no, who that's... isn't? No, you can't. You can't blame your mental illness. Here's what I did, because Rancho has weed in the house. And I am an addict. I love weed. It's, it's, um, it's like Pac-Man with those dots. I love weed. So I mm-hmm. bought her a... Oh, and by the way, it took me a long time to find the right kind of safe. I bought her a safe that did not take a key but that you had to input a four-digit combination in. I said, Mm -hmm. you're going to put all your weed stuff in this safe. And why could it not have a key? Because I didn't want to call up Master Lock and be like, hey, I lost my key. (laughs) Can you send me me a new key for safe number H5462? I didn't want to like like go on YouTube and look up like how to defeat a key with with a ballpoint pen. Like... So, and by the way, I also told her, hide this safe. She's gone for a couple of weeks. It's taking all my self-control to not go hunting for the safe and then try the 1,000 possible number combinations. Just sit there. Oh, 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 one. No. Oh, 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 two. No. Like, again, you should never want to live with me, listeners. uh, Saranch included. Uh, All right. So you got to. You got a bike lock. Did you one day like come home and then find that like there were like bite marks in the bike lock or that someone had like tried to jam no. a big pen into the lock or no, any no. Did, so, did anybody try to freeze the lock with liquid nitrogen and hit it with a hammer so they could get at your quest chips, which don't even taste very good, by the way. The quest bars are where it's at. Those quest chips taste like ass chips. No, that would require effort. And um, this bitch was lazy as shit because and. Um, no, any sort of attack at the lock would require effort and any sort of effort is gone to, um, talking very loudly on the phone all day about how great of a, an ally to the Latinx community they were. So, you know, no, that didn't yep, happen. I'm no also, bite marks. Too busy talking about how great you are. Oh, I'm also a loud talker. Yep. Absolutely. The two were two for two here. Uh, no, I have no, I have more horrible memories of loud talking in the living room. Um, okay. Yeah, but, so, yeah, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to go. I have to talk about two things before we carry on because they will be important. Please. Okay. Um, the, the loud talking, it would be all day, like 12 hours, yeah. just talking all yeah. day. And it's about like, I'm doing activism for the Latinx community. And, you know, I said the word colonization at my art exhibit. And, you know, I bet they were so mad that I said the word colonization. Like, here's your fucking medal. Like, oh, my God. Well, listen, for a proud Latina woman like your roommate. No, this was a white bitch. This was. Wait, what? What? Of course this is a white person. You thought this was anything but a white person? <laughs> I'm sorry? A white person talking about their allyship in the current year? Sarat's going to like that. She still says that. Why? What do you mean she's a white person talking about her allyship? Tell me more about this. Oh, I was just talking about, like, just to friends, like, about, like, 
oh, I've done so much outreach and my art is just speaking to communities that are marginalized, but I realize my privilege because a lot of people in BIPOC Latinx communities don't have the abilities that I have and just condescending shit like that all day, all day. But I'm sure her art is truly changing hearts and minds. No, it's like, it's, it's like slam poetry and I the bitch fucking cleared their Instagram because they were, I would have showed you some fucking gold, but cleared it like as of two weeks ago, but there was like a slam poetry about like, it's like using like African-American vernacular about getting their pussy ate. And it's like, you dig your lips on my lips. So sweet. And I'm like, no, no, no. Or it's like, there was like one piece where it was just like fucking skid mark underwear taped on a wall. It was horrible. It's not art. This is just like narcissistic white people shit. It's disgusting. You know, maybe should maybe everyone shouldn't be allowed to go to college. Exactly. Like- exactly. This bitch mm-hmm. went to NYU for undergrad and then the Chicago Art Institute, um, which both expensive for like an undergrad. Like uh, you're I, I'm gonna assume that she's that she, when she graduates, she's going to Get a job in the lucrative world of whatever her mom or dad does for a living? I have no idea because this bitch, it seems like they always get um, fired from jobs. Um, Like there was the winery and there was the waitressing and then there was like the art mutant exhibit place. But I think this is a fail son we're dealing with because Uh their brother and parents were paying the rent at different times. Yeah. And I, kn- and we know this because they would be screaming at their parents or brother or aunt or whoever was paying their bills about like not getting enough money being like, I'm bringing greatness in the world with my art. It's not like I'm a drug dealer, which first of all, that's a little um, racially classist colonizer folk of you, bitch. Um, You know, drug dealers aren't fucking all evil. And then second, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you that drug dealers have brought more joy to the world than your shitty art ever has, is, or will. Because we don't want drugs. We don't want skid mark underwear slam poetry. I mean, that's the thing. Like, being a drug dealer is a useful skill. You meet people. Like, you have to keep track of your books. And you, like, being a drug dealer requires, like, cleverness and skill and Taping a piece of dirt, taping your dirty crap briefs to the wall is something that uh, CWC would do. Yes. Yes. It's like, how do you feel to be doing? You paid thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to just essentially just do dirty craft briefs. But apparently it's means something like I whatever. I don't understand the art world. Maybe I'm just low IQ. <laughs> Oh, I mean, look, you were very high IQ to put a lock on your snacks. All right. Oh, we'll we'll get to that. So it took about a week for this bitch to realize that we put a lock on um, because, again, lazy just is on the phone all day. And when I say lazy, I mean, does not clean up after themselves, like leaves like just dirt on the ground, would walk in the house with like tracking in slush and like ice. Um, would just like hoard all the dishes and then just like bring them from their room and like have it just in the sink, like with like dirty fucking food crusted on it. So this bitch just doesn't clean and eats all her fucking food. So to at least fix the issue of eating all her food, we got the lock. And I have the text message of when they noticed it. Okay. 
hey, y'all, don't have to answer. I love the hey, y'all. The you don't, whatever. You don't <laughs> have to answer this. But I wanted to say sorry about the night eating, that the night eating has come to this. But it makes sense why. Come to this being we had to put a fucking lock on our food. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It makes sense. No shit. I wanted to let you both know that I've been going a very severe manic episode. I'm coming down down from it, but I'll be much healthier in the new year, I feel. I think, as my roommates, you deserve to know that directly hearing it from me. Thank you for your patience and understanding with me and everything I've been this year. I've been this year. Like, there's there's more. That's just, like, the pity party is so funny. So, um, we also, me and my other roommate, we just put a list of grievances that we've been having, like, you know, leaving the fucking doors wide open in Chicago, just while no one's home, just leaving it open. Um, what else? Um, I mean, to eating- be fair, your snacks will be safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I have shit I don't want stolen. This bitch is too stupid to use a key. And then gets mad at us when we lock them out. And it's like, we don't want to have the doors open. Carry your fucking key with you, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and this includes, like, you know, leaving fucking wine stains, um, marijuana roaches, condom wrappers, and the one time this, this fucking bitch had a used condom hanging from like where we keep our toilet paper. Now why in our bathroom? Would, in why our bathroom. Would, why would you keep it? I mean, you're not supposed to flush those things down the toilet, but even that is preferable to were you going to save it for later? Were you going to wash it out? Like, was this another art exhibit? Like, art can happen anywhere, man. This isn't a condom. It's about how society throws you away when you're no longer useful, dude. Did you say that? No, I, I, I just was like, you need to, you need to watch where you throw your shit. And I'm like, this bitch is really dirty. So why was it in the bathroom? Because there was definitely not any guys guys over at that point to be using that so i'm like this was in because sometimes this bitch would throw away her trash in our bathroom so i'd find like candy wrappers and shit in there that were clearly you're too fucking lazy to walk like 10 feet to the the kitchen to throw it out so you go to the bathroom so i'm like you've had this condom wrapper probably hanging around not condom wrapper but literal condom hanging in your fucking room for god knows how long fermenting and then you just Throw it kind of by the fucking bathroom t- trash. Hey, sort of, because, hey, because fuck you, I guess. Nico, Nico, that was her last reminder of Ken. You, you, you got it. There's a sentimental value to these condoms. No, I mean, I, I got to say the picture you're painting is awful that she is so that it, like if it's not in her eye line, it's someone else's problem. She's like, yes. well, I don't want there to be yes. garbage in my room. I know what. Oh. I'll put yeah. it in the bathroom. And because I no longer see it, it's no longer my yeah. problem. Like expecting like the rest of the world will just take care of all this. Yeah, this is a spoiled brat. This is a spoiled brat. Yeah. Um, and, you know, expect us to do our fucking, her, their dishes and clean out the fucking sink because, you know, actually scraping your fucking nasty Velveeta mac and cheese into the trash is too much work. You got to just dump it in the sink. I got to say. I digress. I'm amazed that this person produces dishes because this seems to me like the kind of person that is just like living that nonstop Grubhub lifestyle. Wait a minute. Are you living with that pregnant lady who drank the boba tea in that Grubhub commercial? 
I've never seen that Garbhub commercial out of principle because I was like, nope, this is forced. This is forced, forced marketing, forced. You want it to go viral so people get outraged. I'm like, I'm not giving this views. Nope, nope, nope. Damn right, Nico. That's absolutely correct. Yes. But, you know, we leave our grievances and it's just like, be considerate of the common spaces. We have to like explain how to like unclog a, a toilet because this bitch is too stupid to know how to unclog a toilet. It's like, you know, don't leave your coffee grounds in the sink. You know, don't shove food into the sink. Flush. You know, something you would tell like a five-year-old from talking yeah. to an adult. Yeah. And, you know, we just tell this. And then this is, we, you know, and then it's like, yes, I hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're completely in the right. Both of you. Thank you for communicating. And I'm sorry. I will be better. I've been struggling with my health. But that is no excuse to make your lives difficult. That's not fair. I will be better in the future. Spoiler was not um, with awareness of your concerns and with energy to alleviate them. What does that fucking mean? What is this fucking like word salad? So like, ugh, whatever. And then like I a mean few days later, if you oh, don't sorry. mind me saying, it's like they're it's like they've watched a lot of you know what I this is something I didn't realize as a fucking boomer like your generation has watched so many internet apologies that like ah. you can now just do like that sounds like something PewDiePie would say about I'm talking about a certain race or gender of people like like you know <laughs> I hear you I own it I'm sorry yes I did take a crap in the kitchen sink and I can understand that might be difficult for you now I I will get the help I need to not Dump year old jizz on the fire escape with love and God's blessings. Uh, whatever the fuck this girl's name is, like that's Len Lena Dunham. Lena Lena Dunham. Dunham. I gotta say, that's kind of terrifying. I'd rather someone be like, "Shut up! I'll put my cum where I want." Like, at me least too. I know you're being honest. I'm like, okay, you're putting me in my place, but it's like the emotional manipulation I can't yeah. fucking take. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll be your bitch. Fine, you can just can coom anywhere, whatever. But no, it's yeah. the fucking like woe is me shit that i can't do it's like no yeah so we get another response a couple days later um hey guys i just want to keep you updated that i had a psychiatry if there's one thing i literally never need from a roommate it's an update on how they're doing i know i could give a fat flying fuck but Saw so had my psychiatry appointment today. My psychiatrist diagnosed me with nighttime binge eating disorder, which basically means I will get up at night and not be able to control the impulse to eat. I want to let you know that she's going to prescribe me medication for it next month when I see her again. I brought it up at the end of our session. She said that it can be serious and we need to address it first thing next session. I conveyed to her the stress it is causing you to and that I really need to sort it out. I am so, this this part. I'm so sorry that I come with so much baggage and that there are issues with me, but I want you to know that I'm taking steps to sort it out. Thank you again for your patience and understanding. Now I've got to say, I looked up nighttime binge eating disorder. I did. And um, first off, it's there's no Wikipedia page for it. Ah! But there is a betterhelp.com targeted ad for it right at the top of Google. They need yes. people know their audience. Yes. Yes. And 
not to be fat phobic, but this experience oh, is incredibly fat. Now you're gonna now you're gonna not be fat phobic because about twenty minutes ago you called her quote a big bitch. Um, <laughs> well, do people do people who don't uh, subscribe to the the video version of this podcast? You've missed some of my most horrified faces yet but um but nico's like janky ass third world chicago internet is so shitty that i'm just like you know what if i say anything like it might terminate her connection but no i've been horrified by the things you said but but please keep saying them well Fuck, and now I forgot what I was going to say. Shit. You know, you know what? Fuck, let you me, made me forget. Let you me, went on the rat. You know what? Let me give you a peg. You were going to call her fat. They, they no, go, take no, us I was, there, no, Nico. No, no. Oh, I remember. Now I remember. Not to be fat phobic, but it was always junk food and snacks. Never like our vegetables, like carrots or fruits. Because we had fruits. We had berries. We had vegetables. It was only like the, the chocolates. Or the chips, or any of the salty, sweet things. Yes, yes. So, you know, it's very selective. And it's also selective because you wouldn't eat all of it. You would right. eat most of it, but a little bit at the bottom so you could just feign ignorance. You're, you're full of shit. You're very, you're just being sneaky and you're too fucking lazy to walk your ass like a hundred feet, 200 feet to Walgreens because we live right by a Walgreens. You dumb bitch. Just walk your fat, lazy ass there and stop eating our food. It's not that hard. Again, it sounds like she's full of shit and also full of chips and her mm-hmm. underwear is full of crap and mm-hmm. your bathroom is full of old condoms. Um, yeah. I got to say, like maybe like the one of the, only pieces of advice I've ever taken from a comedian was when Paul F. Tompkins said, if you're not hungry enough to eat an apple, you're not actually hungry, which is something that I'll like remember and then That's be good like, advice. yeah, it is really good. Oh, advice. shit. Yeah. It's it's like, um, I mean, I kind of I the fact that she won't binge on carrots and berries is maybe telling. Yeah, it's it's very telling and it's very troubling. Um, OK, so. Like, uh, so at any point, and by the way, I know you have a lot more to tell me, so don't let me short circuit anything, oh, but we're, like, we're, we're only at like I end know. of December. No, only I know. <laughs> I know. No, trust me. I, I promise. You, I'm not trying to rush you now. Like at any point, do you guys start looking for a new roommate? Like at what point do you and this yoga girl start to have like a separate side conversation? like, Hey, we need to, we need to lose some weight if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, we just talk about like how we can hide our shit and just like meth- like solidarity shit, like talking about how much of a dumb cunt she is or they mm-hmm. are. And, um, you know, and because um, it's only like a year lease and we're hoping that they leave if we're just mean enough, um, which we'll, we will get to. And also I was planning on being gone for like two months. So I was like, realistically, I only have four months of this. Left, so you're so... so- Wait, so I'm just going to solu- suffer through this. Your solution to this problem was hoping that you would be so mean that they would leave. Like, yeah. you understand that this isn't a person that can recognize reality, right? This is a person that thinks if they leave some chips in the bottom of the bag, they were never there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. ninja vanish. Yes. Oh, like, like a, like a thief in the night. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just was like, I can't, I just. I only have six months to deal with it. How much worse can it get? Well, well, 
right. I may have mentioned before that this bitch was uh, disgusting, never cleaned. Yeah. Um, and there would be like weird odors by the bathroom. And one time they like left their door open and I smelt, I smelt the room. It smelt like curdled milk, like rotting, rotting beef. It, it was gross. It was, it smelled really bad and it still smells really bad. Even after they moved out, it still reeks like fucking fermentation. It's disgusting. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Disgusting and eats my food. So at this point in time, um, not talking to us is just like, will it completely ignore us? Um, just does not speak. And I'll, but I'll be like, can you clean up? <laughs> like, can you, can you, you know, clean up your mess and just will then do it in silence. Like, like a very passive aggressive, you know, cause I'm such a bad fucking person that I want you to clean up after yourself. Mm-hmm. I know I'm such a fucking bigot. I want you to not be <laughs> disgusting. I know. But anyway, at this point in time, they got a new therapist and the time spent, you know, talking loudly about being an ally to whatever poor saps were wrapped into a Skype call with them was now um, the therapist job. You know, when oh. I'm in therapy, I try to discuss like, why am I this way? Or can you tell me not to be a basket case? This person's therapy sessions was talking about how better they are than the rest of the straight white cis art world or talking about being an ally or you know i'm kind of like james baldwin and virginia wolf people are always saying i'm such a such a great artist and it's just like meant like masturbating to, to like talking about how great you are so we were subjected to this because they were like i want to do living room therapy skype calls and our living room is big Wait. But they hogged the entire living room to talk about how greater than the ally they are what? to therapists. Why, if there was any, if there was anything that didn't require the big TV, it would be talking to your therapist. I know. Uh, you can talk to your therapist on, uh, uh, you don't need any screen to talk to your therapist. Why did she need to see her therapist in like 8K curved screen sends around. Like, was she talking to her therapist in 4D? Like, when her therapist would, like, occasionally sneeze, did she get water squirting on her? Like, no. when her therapist yawned, did, did she make the couch rumble? Like, why did she need the living room for this? I don't know, because they're obnoxious. And, oh, it was not, it was, like, on a laptop. So it's like, you could do this in your room. I'm assuming they just didn't want to be in a dirty room and just wanted to be dirty in the living room. And just has no sense of boundaries or respect of other people and just thought it was okay that we wanted to hear about it or hear about being bipolar one with psychotic symptoms every day. I totally wanted to hear about that. Um, But anyway, I made the mistake once of I made some kale chips um, like by hand, like the dino kale chips. Oh, and, you know, they're pretty good. It's like, you know, not health it's not healthy but it's not like disgusting it's not like horrible junk food like it's neutral so mm. i made the mistake of leaving it in the common area oh. and this bitch ate like all of it but like two little kale chips yep mm-hmm. yep i was like wow wow it's amazing and and i'm like well at least you ate something exotic for once <laughs> so something I- green I have no idea how long it takes to make kale chip. Making kale chip sounds like a pain, it's a pain in, in the ass. Fucking it's a pain ass. in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. Holy because mo- you have to like wash them and dry them. 
Right. And then you have to cut them like long. Well, I cut them long. And you and when you bake them, you can't have them touch at all, or they're going to get soggy and weird. So you have to spread them out, and it's multiple batches. So the pain in the ass, and this bitch probably ate it all in like five minutes, like a pig. So I'm about to pop off. Well, I mean, look, you took a calculated risk. You thought because they were green and kind of healthy, they might be safe like your berries or carrots were. The problem is they got the word chip in the name, and... <laughs> That's a big trigger. That's a big trigger for her. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, you're not using your therapy session productively. Right. So I decided I'm going to make your therapist work for that, whatever, $100 an hour or whatever. So I pop off on this bitch during living room therapy. Nice. Yes. And I'm like, hey, we, I'm like, hey, you ate my chips. I'm like, I'm talking. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't care. We're, you need to stop eating my shit. I'm, and they're like, I'm in the middle of it. I was like, I'll pay you back. I'm like, no, we're having a talk now. And I mean, loud. So I made sure that that therapist heard it on the other line. And I was like, I'm not an asshole. I want you to not eat my food. And then they're like, you don't understand. I'm diagnosed. I'm like, that's great. Join the club. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't understand. I can't control it. And I'm like, okay, buy your own food. Don't eat mine. You're not listening to me and trying to do the fake crying shit. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. like, I don't care. And it's like, you're not listening. I'm like, I hear you. I don't care. Stop eating my food. I'm not being an asshole. <laughs> like, I'm asking you just not to eat my food. It's not a hard request. Just don't. And, like, then they, like, like, are, like, you know, typing on the thing with yeah. the therapist because clearly they don't want me to hear what they're saying. Right. And was like, listen, I, if I was, if this was during the day, I would never touch your food, which I don't believe it. <laughs> I I literally don't because you want to know why I don't believe it? Because that bitch was also using my fucking body care shit in the, in this, in the, in our um, bathtub, like my lust stuff or like my, um, my scrub. Like I would find this bitch's little white curly hairs in my shit. And I even said that. And then they were like, you don't understand. I wouldn't, I'd never eat your food during the day. Cause I'm, you have, I can't, I just can't control it through the night and I've never used your skincare stuff. I have sensitive skin. And you know what's funny about that sensitive skin comment? You want to know what's funny about this? You might not get it, but the women of the audience will get this. So you ha say you have sensitive skin, but you use the St. Ives like scrub, which is just horrible for your skin. So that's a fucking lie. If you had sensitive skin, you would not be using that. Bullshit. I I've used St. Ives. It's like bleach because my yes. mom, my mom is like from the Caribbean. So I think that was like their go to product over there. And like it would take like 20 layers off your goddamn face. Yeah. Like you could shave your face with St. Ives. St. Ives is like they're the people. They're the reason that we have the quote microplastic problem. It's yeah. like in the 1970s. St. Ives was like, like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Thank you. So it's like. And then I was like, your hair is in my shit. And it's like, well, you might have just moved it there on accident. I'm like, that makes no sense. But I just like walked off. And then I hear, as soon as I walk off, I hear crying. And I'm like, oh, you want pity from your therapist now. Now, I got to say, you making this therapist work for their $100 or whatever their copay is, is maybe the meanest thing you've ever done. Because <laughs> I, before I this... Your therapist had a real sweet gig. Just go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow, you are such an ally. 
Tell me more about like what you're up to. And here's what I would do if I was the therapist, okay? I would have two Apple earpods, okay? One on my left, one on my right. But I would have two different sets of Apple earpods. So like in my left is this lady, and then in my right is like the hilarious podcast, like call her daddy or whatever the finest Spotify podcasts are. <laughs> and like and then I would also keep my hands like below frame and like I would pretend I was writing and I would just be playing Nintendo Switch. I would That's- be building the most beautiful possible animal crossing world i would be creating a beautiful the beautiful perfect world that i wish i could escape to because i don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical debt so i have to talk to the craziest people in chicago by the way i thought you people in chicago were supposed to be like tough and brassy and ballsy and like you know like the city of big shoulders not not like not the city of big problems i suppose which is what your roommate is this is a transplant. Oh, the funny part is this bitch is like, I'm working class. My family's working class, but then let it slip that their parents own a restaurant. I'm like, ah, nice try. Your parents own property. That's not working class. I'm not even a Marxist. I know that's, what is it? Petit, petite bourgeoisie. You're not fucking working class, bitch. You're the owners. You're the bosses. You're the people who control the means of production of calzones, pasta, pizzas. But still, you're producing something. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm pretty sure working class people don't go to 15 plus countries to display artwork. Wait, she she took the crap. She took her dirty crap briefs on tour. Yes. Yes. To like Dubai. Um I think Australia, I think Vietnam, a bunch of Euro trash countries. Um, I think South Africa. It was like 15 countries at least. And I'm like, these, there's like people who have like real like problems in the world and like there's like real suffering. And you think what's going to bring joy to them is your dirty crap brief art. Fucking narcissism. <laughs> I have to say, well, hey, I'm disappointed in the rest of the world. I thought they had standards. I thought we were like the shitty people, but apparently, no. But here's the thing. Oh my God. You could imagine how much money you could make off of like daddy's little rich girl artists. Like, hey, you, your art has been selected to be in my, for a, for a donation, of course, to keep the I lights bet, running that's at it. this. It's it's like those books, the, what, like the top students in America, the who's who in American students. It's like, you could make so much money just telling daddy's little rich boy artists that you love their art and yep. you want to you want them to star in a show. Yep. I got to start ripping people off more. We do. This I think this you need to find like the most obnoxious um like art um people that just make garbage art that like tries really hard to seem they have this I'm trying to think there's like a John Waters quote that's like, um, to have like bad taste, you actually have to have good taste. But then there's like boring, like bad taste. And this is like boring, like just there's no actual taste behind the bad taste. It's just shit. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's just, it's just ugh. it's like John Waters is an artist. You are not. I 100% agree. Like, um, all right. So, uh, so you kind of, uh, <laughs> You kind of make <laughs> your problems 
her therapist problems, which is great. I, yeah. I love that. This I love is my that girl did, boss moment. I love that you did that. I'm guessing after that, things probably got better. This was the wake up call she needed. This was her come to Jesus moment. She'd finally hit rock bottom. And no. after that, things changed. No, still would eat her, eat like, because, you know, we can't put like condom, like not condiments, but, you know, my frosting. Um, this bitch will eat it in the middle of the night and it's like expensive frosting because I'm trying to not be pre-diabetic and, um, you know, or ice cream would go missing, you know, would use up all the condiments, but then like keep it in the fridge and not replace it would not, you know, clean ever would basically just leave dishes everywhere. Messes. Um, I want to roll us back for just one second. You have diet frosting. Um, not frosting, but, um, shit, like the spray whipped cream. It's like coconut whipped cream. It's pretty decent. And it's lower in sugar. You, th- you think that's, you think this is going to work? No, but let me cope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I do the same thing. I mean, obviously like, um, I have, uh, I have this like cooking spray. Where it's like, no, it's got, it's like got, it's, it's made of avocado oil, like expeller pressed avocado oil. And it's like, I am still drowning my food in it. I know. Let me cope. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's this, oh, this pasta sauce I have. Oh, no, no. It's Primal Kitchen's whole 30 approved pasta sauce. It's filled with sugar. Oh, no. It's still filled with sugar, but it's, it's filled with fair trade locally sourced sugar. Yeah. Let me, let me just like, let me just like cope in my own way. No, no. Yeah. I hear you. you. Again, stop. Like, you would think after being humiliated and having to like look at a fucking lock every day where the cabinet is, you would have some shame, but no, no, <laughs> no. And this kind of continues on for a few months. And this bitch finally left this weekend, but you know, left um, their room with soil on the ground. I don't know how that happened. There's like coffee stains on the fucking wall. Um, there's like dirt everywhere. And I'm like letting my landlord deal with it. I'm like, hey, this bitch did not clean up after themselves. I'm not cleaning this up. It is not my job. Um, go to hell. Soil, soil, yeah, every- soil, soil, soil everywhere. Soil, soil everywhere. How is that? Because look, listen, I, I because I am not the outdoorsy type, and I have a lot in common with your roommate. They don't seem like the outdoorsy type. No, oh, they're wait. always was it outside. Co- was it like super expensive Coachella soil or something like that? Did they go to like did they go to some like uh like Chicago hipster fest where they all like rolled around in dirt like pig pen? Was this like seven hundred dollar like Gucci soil? Probably. I don't know, but it was literal soil. And I'm like, how do you soil. live this way? Interesting. And the room still smells like curdled milk. And I'm like, how did you constantly bring guys over and how, what is wrong with the men of Chicago? Like you will put your dick in anything, even if the room smells like curdled milk. Well, I mean, look, in our defense, we're already over there. We didn't know that at the time. Like, um, you know, and but look, we're here. It Look, it's cold outside. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe the L only runs every hour or something. Like I got a little bit of time to take care of business in here. Yeah. Um, now, now, I'm going to ask you a very dad, very boomer question, just because there are dads and boomers in the audience that will be thinking this, too. Mm-hmm. What about your security deposit? Have you just have you literally like written like a dear John letter to your security deposit? Are you just oh, like, we don't I have a security never... deposit. Oh, we lucked out. Didn't have a security deposit. 
Well, then and this also, really like, is your landlord's problem. Yeah. Well, it oh. sucks because I signed a lease with this landlord for another property. So it just makes me like an asshole. It's like, hey, thanks for, uh, you know, because I was having trouble finding an apartment. And she, yeah. then she was like, like, I would get ghosted or like we'd be outbid because apparently people are fucking bidding for apartments now. Holy fuck. Yeah, it sucks. And you have to bid like, oh, I'll go 400 over asking price and do a two or three year lease. And I'm like, I'm not playing this fucking game. But she was like, oh, I'll rent it out to you. And I don't need to do a background check because you're a good tenant. So makes me look like an asshole. <laughs> so I'm kind of pissed I, about that. Uh, look, have these people seen Chicago party at Chicago's not that great a city. Like I, why are people champing at the bit to live in? Like the best thing you guys have is that weird bean. Listen, Chicago is like a freaking utopia compared to the rest of the Midwest. Have you ever been to anywhere in North Dakota? Okay. No, I mean, look, I, look, you're not, I'm not, I'm comparing you to other cities to be fair. Like, yeah, Boston, I'm comparing it to like, I'm comparing it to like the rest of the Midwest. Minneapolis is the closest to another good city in the Midwest. It's, it's Chicago and Minneapolis. I just, I, I genuinely can't imagine my dick getting super hard to live in Chicago. Like it, like you could just live in any part of Canada. Canada is just one big Chicago. Like, all right, well, this, so, so how are you expecting this conversation with your landlord to go when your landlord finds a bunch of condoms? Um, How's this going to go? Um, what's your what's your plan here? My you had plan a plan is, to get out of jury duty. What's your plan to get out of this one? Well, my landlord already had a talk with my roommate because they leave cigarette butts like on the front porch, just laying there like Ugh. and never cleaned up. Uh-huh. So already is not a fan. Yeah. So I just I snitched. <laughs> I was like, this, this bitch didn't clean up and doesn't have like didn't give her keys back. So I just decided to snitch. I ju- listen. I don't think that's snitching. I well, first off, I'm pretty sure your landlord knows who the problem is. Like, yeah, <laughs> I've been here three years. We've never had issues. They've never like talked to us about anything until this bitch was like leaving cigarette butts everywhere. So yeah, I'm never the problem. Yeah, I you I you are not the like. If there's one thing about goths is that they don't want to cause trouble and they want to be left alone. Like exactly. that's the thing about goths. Um, not the nap, the nap, <laughs> yeah, the nap. Exactly. Yeah, the nap. Only they nap at night. Um, they're like owls. <laughs> okay, so all right, she's a theater major. Um, I mean, she sounds incredibly theatrical. That is for sure. What was your very last conversation with this person? Like, I imagine it happened over text. What's the no. big goodbye moment with uh, you um, and Lena Dunham? <laughs> um, this was the moving day. And I, and this bitch, of course, left all a bunch of dishes. And I was like, you need to clean your dishes before you leave and take out the trash. Um, they partially... T- listened uh they took out their dishes out the trash and just put them in a bag and then you know the ones that they physically owned yeah um but you know they used our dishes to make a mess did not clean that up and i I even nicely said like you know because this we have a dishwasher and this bitch does not know how to use it yeah and just hand washes it you're wasting more money hand washing than using a dishwasher and I, i was I was being kind of a, a, a bitch. And I was like, you know, you can just put it in the dishwasher. Didn't even do that. Didn't take out the trash. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I don't this know why. Bitch you... take, mm-hmm. This bitch is probably taking out the trash like 
three times an entire year. And it was because me or my other roommate, Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy um, would ask never of volition. Yeah. Would just leave trash by the trash bag, like leave their trash bags from their room by the trash bags. Like bitch, like just take it outside. What's going to happen when one day you like you wake up and you're like, I'm going to go for a walk down to you know, see the Chicago's bright skyline. And then, Going for a walk and you pass by that bean and then you see a billboard for her next movie, which is called like Nico colon bitch roommate. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Because this, I'll tell you this. This person is going to be successful. Like the war. If there's one thing the world is good at, it is like punishing people like us by making people like her succeed. So like. Are you going to kill yourself or are you going to kill a lot of people? Or like, how are you going to react to this? I have a third option. I'm, I'm listening. Gonna make, I'm going to make my New York Times expose. I'm going to, I'm going to capitalize mm. on that bitch. I'll be like, I'm be like, it'll be like, uh, what is it called? Not editorial. It's yeah. opinion. An op-ed. An op-ed. An op-ed. I'll make my op-ed. I'll be like, I'm Nico bitch roommate. What you were, what, what you were told is not the truth. I'll come with receipts and I'll bring in my other roommate and we'll be like, Nope, this bitch is the problem. I I can I don't know why, but the very first thing I imagine when you tell me this is like the New York Times would be one of those interactive things where all of a sudden like you scroll and the texts are popping up between you and your roommate. It's like, would you please clean your room? Um, yeah. I yeah, no, I mean this sound it sounds like you could make a whole prestige podcast. I'll put you in touch with the guys over at Wondery. You made like a six-part series, like the real Nico. I mean, this it sounds like every single Every single part of your story sounds like true crime, except nobody got murdered. But I guess there's still time. I mean, you're still in the apartment. Um, yeah. What's going to happen to your your yoga roommate? Is she coming with you? What's that? No, because- I, no mm-hmm. I wish she's go- yeah. she's going to Berlin for grad school and bringing her dog. I'm really good friends with the dog. She I couldn't I, leave I the dog every day. She couldn't leave the dog. I know. I know. But she, that's going to be a worldly dog. And, you know, it's going to be cute. Look, I say we somehow find a way to get this dog on the terrorist watch list, on the no-fly no list. No, the dog is great. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm saying, if we can make this dog a flight risk, you can keep this dog in Chicago. Yeah. So, All actually, right. so, actually, mm-hmm. yes. I tell you everything about this bitch. You yes. know, how immature and up their own ass, selfish, useless they are. Yeah. How old would you assume this person is? I, you know, originally I started to think that they were almost 30. But then the more you describe them, I, I like 23, 30. Oh, this is, oh, this is permanent. Yep. Oh, they're done. Oh, they're stuck like this. Yep. Yep. Just, and you know, I guess they're moving in with a cat. Like they didn't have their cat for a year, but they have it again. And they're going to live with their cat and another roommate. And I'm like, man, you are not going to be friends with that person much longer because apparently the reason why they needed to move last time is because they had a falling out with a friend. They switched up on them. And I'm like, mm, I think you were the problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is no, no, no. They're stuck like this. Um, This is, this is bad. Yeah. This is like, another, again, this is another one of these CWC South stories where there's just a crazy person out there and there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Um, But, Listen, in their defense, I left my room when I moved out of North Hollywood, such a fucking mess that I pretended that my appendix exploded. (laughs) 
And then I paid my, at the time, girlfriend a couple hundred dollars to go clean up, to go get some of my things. And like, I left a voicemail where I was like, oh my God, I'm in the hospital, all my appendix. And um, I couldn't face my roommates because I was, I was, uh, so, so I was so messy. I was always eating their food, stealing their wedding cakes. I was talking loud about like comedy theory in the fucking living room. And, um, and I left a bong stain in the carpet that was so big that I think they had to burn the apartment down. Like I don't, it somehow it, it ate through like the carpet and the floorboards. Like they, like it was a total teardown. Um, yeah, I I remember just early on, like when by the time I was like 22, I remember my mom having a conversation with me where she was like, you have to live alone. You can't put other people through this. Bingo. It's not Bingo. fair to humanity. And then and then after that, I started living in like the tiniest shittiest apartment. Like I think I, I think I meant I'm not sure what podcast I mentioned this on, but recently where I was I was like, yeah, I didn't I had an apartment that cost like $600 a month and it did not have a kitchen. It had a bathroom. So I put a George Foreman grill on the bathroom uh, the in the fuck? bathroom. And then I turned the bathroom into my kitchen. So I had a cath room or a bitchin like um, I, I remember I lived in like a room that like a $300 a month room. That was like the size of a closet. It, oh, right. It was like some rich guy shed. Like I lived in like someone's shed. And um, just anything to live alone because humanity, humanity didn't, doesn't deserve me. They didn't th look humanity may have its flaws, but it, it doesn't deserve me and it exactly. doesn't deserve this roommate of yours either. But, exactly. you know, tell me about now you're moving in with your significant other. Yeah. OK, like, are you going to have ground rules? Are you going to have a chore wheel or are you going to are you going to become like. Neek, like home super homemaker Nico? Are you gonna yes. go trad? Are we gonna get I'm you one of those trad. blue dresses? Well, I'm gonna be trad, but I'm also going back to school for some shit. So like I'm I'm fine with like, you know, doing like more of the chores because like my boyfriend has like a pretty uh pretty um like you know like extraneous job. So oh. I'm fine doing that. Okay, so all right, so you're going to be at home most of the time. So if it's anybody's mess, it's going to be yours. Yeah. All right. Well, look, you you can clean up after yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. I want I want to say congratulations to you, Nico, for extricating yourself from this situation. Um, my guess is the thing that extricated you was her getting a scholarship and going to Belize or something. I'm guessing that you didn't actually really do much of anything to get out of this. True or false? I didn't do anything. It, we, yep. I mean, it was just a year long th lease. So we were all planning on leaving after this anyway. It's just, I lucked out with, by living with a fucking psycho. Yeah. No, no, no. Yep. yep yes, exactly. Um, Nico, I wish you better luck uh, in your next circumstances, but please don't, don't take the old living out on your boyfriend. No, of course a, not. That's a thing that I could easily see happening. Like all of a sudden, like, your boyfriend eats one chip 
and then you like you well, like, I, you like throw a glass at the gr- you throw a glass at the ground. See, and- I don't mind sharing if you're like my friend or my boyfriend, but like I don't know you, bitch, and you don't re- replace shit until I tell you to. Like, hey, she shared it- her used condoms. You'd be nice. Ugh. She shared Ugh. her candy wrappers. Ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky me. She shared her misery. Is that something? That's a gift. No, I already have enough misery. I don't need another bitch's problems in my life. Like, yeah, me too. Um, oh, okay. So, so, uh, so Nigo, I'm going to tell you about the next thing I want to do with you and the Thought Cops. Um, yeah. And we got we got to schedule. I got to wait for Rancher to get back from the war. But are you aware of this Better Call Saul cartoon, Slippin' Jimmy? Wait, there's a cartoon as well? What? It. It looks real, real bad. It looks like real. It looks like Brickleberry bad. Oh, no. That's like bottom barrel. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's going to be a new cartoon called Slippin' Jimmy about the adventures of young Saul Goodman or oh. Jimmy or whatever. Jimmy McGill and uh, the brother that dies. <laughs> and um, and it looks so bad. It, look, it reminds me so much of Chicago Party on. I'm going to ask... My favorite Chicago party aunt Nico and my Chicago party uncles to come on the show. Are you are you big into Saul? You big Saul fan? I just I, right before we went on on here, I wa- me and my boyfriend watched the mid season finale. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I no spoilers. I was just gonna say I predicted something like that was gonna happen. I predicted this too. I predicted it would be a hell of a lot more Kim's fault. It's like you know what, this one's kind of on Saul. Like yeah. Saul's kind of Kim didn't Kim didn't know this person. Like if anything, like it's like Saul is constantly kind of exposing Kim to this danger. Yep, but you know she's kind of like into it too. She's like because they had this flashback with her as a kid, and I was like, oh, she's kind of like this too. So uh, it's I get. I I just thought it would be a lot more because it's like I thought like oh you know we expect Saul to be the fuck up so Kim's gonna fuck this up and it's like no this is on Saul yeah. <laughs> this is a Saul issue um hey that's all the time we've got for today on the Loudest Podcast okay. Nico where can people if they want to get some commission some amazing art from you I mean look, clearly our listeners know they can hear you on Dark Side Jills every yeah. month here on Patreon.com but if they want to commission some art for you where can they commission this art please 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 just message me on Goth Nico Arts um, I'm moving so any sort of you know commission would be great I'd probably be working on it next week when I moved in but you know you know, when you move, you want to have a little extra cash, pay movers, you know, get some new shit for your house. Like, it's stressful. It's yeah, stressful. So if you want to, like, get, buy some art, i do that. That would be cool. Absolutely. So so you get in touch with it. Whoa, well, let's get that Twitter account one more time. Uh, the Twitter, um, it's uh, Goth John Bonet. Right. Um, you can message me about art on there, but probably the Goth Nico arts would be better because then I'll definitely see it. Absolutely. And that's Goth Nico Arts on Instagram, Goth John Bernay on Twitter. Our favorite Goth, the official winner of the Replacement Rancho contest. Nico, thank you for joining us. And uh, good luck to you in your next living endeavors. Thank you. Bye. Satan was my roommate, so junior year was hell. He lacked social skills and had a pungent smell. When your roommate is the devil, it can be extremely whack. Putting posters on the wall of trapped in nickel.